Hi, I'm Rebecca and I'm the Commercial Director at 6B and I'm also here with Pad. Hello, I'm Pad. Uh, I'm Healthcare Growth Director at 6B. So on this episode today, we're going to be talking about the recent digital health event, Het North, which is the new extension to the Het Show that took place on the 2nd of March in Manchester. We'll be talking about our general impressions of the day, the best talks we attended, kind of key learnings and themes that we saw throughout our different discussions across the event. In terms of first general impressions, I know that we were really keen to see a Het North event and to attend as a supplier based in Leeds. And I, you know, thought it was a really productive and engaging day that they put on. What were your general impressions, Pad? Yeah, I thought it was brilliant. You know, I think everyone that we spoke to sort of said the same. I think it's when you see these separate events, you know, the the new events, they can often go one way or another, and it's very, very difficult to get it right first time. But I, I think mm. they absolutely did that from the way it was organized to the location of the event to the, the attendees and the talk tracks that they set up. And the the general congregation and the, the suppliers that attended, I thought, I thought start to finish, it was it was brilliant. So so kudos to them. Yeah. What, what were your takeaways? Yeah, I completely agree. I thought the balance between the different topics, the different speakers combined with the networking opportunities, you know, it was a smaller event than the Het Show, but in some ways that made it easier to kind of see the people you were hoping to see and get some good conversations outside of those talks. And the talks themselves, I thought the agenda was really great and really illuminating and definitely some kind of key topics that we're all discussing in the industry anyway was a really good opportunity to have some kind of formal conversations around them and get some leading insights on it. So, yeah, completely agree. I think for a first event in particular, it was really successful and really worth attending. No, totally agreed. I thought it was great start to finish. Talk to me about your highlights of the day, what, things that you saw, people that you, people that you spoke to. Yeah, so in terms of the talks that I attended, one of the standout ones to me was the closing talk at the end of the day. So it was looking at the digital landscape in the NHS, past, present and future. And there were some really kind of key topics that stood out to me within that talk. So the first one being how digital solutions in the NHS have come on leaps and bounds but there's still a bit of a way to go. And one of the things we need to focus on is making sure that the solutions are patient focused. Patients need to have choices into, and they need to have power in terms of their own treatment plans. And sometimes the digital solutions can be more pathway focused than patient focused. And I think as suppliers, pathway focus probably helps us in terms of speaking to buyers and procurement people within the NHS. But is that ultimately delivering the best results for patients? And it probably isn't. It's something we maybe need to question more in the industry when we're creating these solutions. And then there was on that to develop that theme a bit further, speaking about procurement and implementation of these solutions, there can be a bit of a disconnect and I think we see this in lots of industries outside of the NHS. Change management is difficult. The implementation piece of a project can't be an afterthought. It needs to be really crucially thought about from day one so that we can make sure that it's delivered 
in a way that works for NHS staff as well as patients and that it's having a good positive impact from day one rather than being seen as a chore or something where it's difficult to report on the actual results. You know, the beauty of these digital solutions really is often tied into the data. So we've got to be setting them up in a way that makes them easy to use and easy to get that data out quickly. So some really great insights from that one. And then I also attended an event around female leadership in tech in the NHS. It was run by the One Health Tech Manchester team. I've been to some of their events before and I always find them really insightful. There's always great discussions. This one was no different. What I was pleasantly surprised by is the male attendance numbers at this event. The attendance numbers in general were were really high. The space that they had booked for this session ended up not really being big enough. They had to run and get more chairs halfway through. So it was great in terms of having lots of people in the room to have discussions with. But it was really great to see just how well attended it was. It feels like there's a real drive within certain areas of the NHS to make sure that there are those female leaders in tech. Obviously, there's work to be done there, but just really great to see those kind of numbers and some really interesting discussions. I could go on about it, to be honest, all day. I thought it was a very well-run session. Uh, I really enjoyed it, but um, it wasn't the key key focus of the event. But I suppose I would just encourage anybody who has an interest in that area to to look out for that kind of event in future. What about the, what were your favourite talks from the day? Yeah, well, interestingly, you and I decided to sort of part ways and go into different talk tracks throughout the day. But one of the key themes that, that you picked out was one of the one of the key things for me as well around mm-hmm. sort of patient centricity. So I think three examples of, uh, well, should I say, highlights for me were getting to hear from digital health innovators about how their products and services are improving the way that health and care is delivered especially coming from outside and you know being relatively new into 6b and and new into this this sort of world i think three examples in particular that really caught my attention two of which were being backed by the nhs innovation accelerator program which that you know they allowed them the the sort of platform to promote their business and promote their services mm-hmm. which i thought was fantastic and getting to catch up with a couple of the guys from the innovation accelerator program was really useful and really interesting as to how they're supporting startup scale up health tech businesses in in driving these innovations through uh, through the health and social care sector. So the first two companies that I heard from both have built and designed their solutions based from their own personal experiences in working for a number of years in in health and social care. So the first mm-hmm. of which being the real birth company and the second being get you better. So, you know, these are real lived experiences of having felt the frustrations of having worked in health and social care, mm-hmm. but getting the chance to go away and build a business to solve some of the key, you know, headaches experienced by clinicians and patients across the sector. So the first example was Zoe from the real birth company who has developed a digital educational program supporting individuals and families going through pregnancy, as well as obviously supporting the midwifery profession. So Zoe is a registered midwife and, you know, midwifery as a profession is is massively understaffed. 
So she saw a, a gap for being able to use digital as an enabler to be able to support midwives in in educating pregnant ladies and, and families mm-hmm. in in that sort of journey, which I thought was absolutely fascinating and something from a personal perspective, having having been through it with my family relatively recently, would have been absolutely invaluable to to us in supporting us on that journey. Yeah. Um, and another example was a company called Get You Better, and hearing a conversation from Carrie, their CEO. Uh, Now, Get You Better is a self-management platform for patients with musculoskeletal conditions. And, you know, there are obviously huge benefits to this for both patients and the healthcare system in reducing the need for GP appointments and and physio referrals, as well as improving the overall patient experience by giving them insights into their own recovery. But that topic of patient centricity was a key theme of both of their talk tracks, and it was all around how they had taken patient feedback from patients that use their uh, their respective platforms to enrich the functionality and the the value that they can drive from their platforms and solutions and how they would feed those that feedback into their into their product roadmaps which i I thought was was brilliant and uh, really interesting from a from a patient perspective yeah it links in really nicely to to what i was hearing about that need to assess impactability really quickly and making sure things are driven ultimately by the patient need. And I think the Academic Health Science Network and the Accelerator Innovation Programme in general is is really crucial in making sure that people who have that really valuable lived experience, whether that's patient side or working in the NHS, actually can deliver the improvements that they can see are are needed or would make a difference. I know our CEO, Paul, you'll know, has been contributing to the Nexus programme with the Yorkshire and Humber Academic Health Science Network. And we've met some really interesting innovators through that programme. And I'm very excited to see how their innovations actually take root in the NHS, hopefully over the next few years and can hopefully sort of copy and replicate some of the success that get you better um and the positive birth company are having yeah totally agree and so another sort of key learning for me i guess and and like i say being relatively new into 6b is is all around integration and interoperability so obviously for us that's a huge talking point and i found that it was you know you know quite a big talking point across the day at het north as well what did you learn about how others are tackling it yeah same I I completely agree it was something I was really interested to learn more about from other perspectives because it's so important to what we do here and it was sort of naturally those conversations were occurring throughout the day and and at the talks driven by other parties so I attended a really good panel that was all about how Greater Manchester are using data and the data science across different aspects of co within Greater Manchester. One of the key messages though was around how primary care is interested in different data ultimately to secondary and tertiary care. However, we know that we're going to get a better patient experience and all of those things that we've already talked about, you know, patient-focused care, empowered patients who can make good choices about their care. 
when we have a harmonized view of that data. So there's a challenge there, particularly with historical data. There are things we can do when we're putting new solutions in um, to try and be mindful of this, but that there's challenges there. And again, it comes back to, can we assess the impactability of a solution quickly and easily? The more harmonization we've got across those data sets, the easier that will be to do. What we're seeing for a lot of our clients is they're getting new needs for their products around interoperability, particularly where they've sold exclusively to secondary care in the past, because we know this is driving the NHS at the moment, that we want patients not to be in secondary care for longer than they need to be, that we don't want them in hospitals, in a bed for longer than they need to be. So getting them safely discharged and back into being able to to have that care from the secondary care setting at home or get them back into GP care as quickly as possible. So again, that's a really key initiative that we know is going to lead to better outcomes for patients and make the NHS more efficient. But in order to implement this, things like virtual wards, that kind of solution, we've got to be really careful about how we're passing data backwards and forwards. We know that we can get data out of secondary care systems into primary care systems and vice versa. It's a big part of what we do for our clients here at 6B, but it's just making sure that we're doing that in the right ways and that we're involving the data scientists and the experts at the right stages in those processes to to get the best results for everybody. Um, So yeah, I thought that was a really interesting um, panel on the interoperability subject. Did you pick up anything specific around integrations or interoperability at any of the talks you were at? Yeah, I think for me, the key takeaway was around the differing levels of maturity for organisations across the space. You know, hearing from some public sector organisations, but also predominantly from private sector organisations that are just starting out on that interoperability journey and others that are incredibly mature and highly sophisticated in terms of how sort of tightly their products and services are already with primary and secondary care clinical systems. I think the one key consistency throughout was the importance of interoperability, the growing importance of it to everyone across health and social care and and how we as a, a sector and suppliers in the sector have still got you know, a hell of a long way to go in that respect. That was, I guess, my key learning from that respect. Yeah, I'm not surprised. I mean, we hear this this kind of message in our day-to-day conversations, don't we, um, outside of the Het North event. So I'm not surprised that message carried through so strongly. In terms of other key learnings or key takeaways from the events that were maybe from all of the talks that you attended or from particular discussions, I know from my side, it just feels like the digital health innovation space for health is such an exciting one at the moment. You can see so much change happening, so many innovators, um, new standards being brought in by the NHS to make sure this happens safely. But that absolutely, in, in the same as we do in the design of any solution, we need to be bringing it back to a user centric approach and for the NHS if we've got that then other things should follow you know we should be meeting the other standards 
if that's at the heart of what we do. So as a supplier, I think that was the real key key takeaway from me that we need to think about how do we design the solution, implement the solution, report back on the data, all in ways that are empowering to the patient and, and just very user focused. Yeah, totally agree. And I think uh, sort of echoing that and, f- and just adding to that, I just thought it was great hearing from digital health innovators as to how their products and services are really transforming the way that healthcare is delivered and ultimately, you know, either improving clinician availability or the ability for patients to self-serve or saving money and driving cost improvements across the board. You know, I, th- I think that that sort of piece is incredibly impressive as to as to what we saw there. Secondly, I just thought, yeah, my takeaway about the the general organization of the event, I just thought that the the speakers and suppliers in attendance was great to see and, you know, and a Mm -hmm. fantastic showcase for digital health in the north of England. And then finally, for me, I think from a purely personal perspective, it was just great to get out and about in my new role at 6B and Mm -hmm. see the genuine interest and intrigue from friends and people across the industry in the sort of services that we deliver so um yeah loved it yeah it was it was a great day i think we'll absolutely both be looking to attend uh next year a really successful event that they put on so i suppose for me it's just now to say thank you to everybody who's listened today we hope you've enjoyed the conversation and uh, we're both on linkedin and available for any questions or any follow-ups Pad, I assume you echo the same sentiment. Absolutely. Thank you for listening. (laughs) Great. Okay. Cheers.